cake cooks. Underestimated and still I made it In the book of hard knocks, I'm highly educated Nobody chose me, looked over, but still dedicated Played in the league for 13, I ain't gotta be favored Two Super Bowls, Honolulu, I stood with the greatest The thing is this, if never rich, I'm good with my neighbors DB Precision, television, ain't ask for no favors Numbers don't lie, neither do pictures, just look in the papers No backing down or turning back, part two of the movie Never the biggest, but it takes more than two just to move me Ain't gotta lie like what I'm saying, just respect it, it's honest Run through opponents, watch the film, it's affected by promise Sit back and grab your popcorn, watch me go to work And tackle all of these topics right here on Face First uh. And I was like, alright Like, we got a real life production in here, but I ain't got time to pay for no cameras anymore. First of all, this you doing it big time But, speaking of them cameras So we had the National Championship a couple years ago I grab a camera, you know how we be clowning I get I grab a camera and start going around with everybody. I'm shooting it like the old school films. You know what I'm saying? Like when we had the little camcorders you get for a right. old game or something. You hold it like this? I'm holding it like this. Alright. So the dude, one of the guys, one of the guys, the the uh camera guys was like, Marcus, put the camera down. Now mind you, I've been with these dudes for like three years. Right. I ain't never felt this tone before. <laughs> right. He talks to you like, hey, like, like, say, hey, bro. Like, like, say, yeah. Like, and put, put it my, down <laughs> slow, too. <laughs> you know? So I look at him and I'm trying to grab, like, is this, are we, is it, are we joking or is it? He's like, Marcus, man, I'm serious. Can you put the camera down? So I got it then. But don't they, don't they have, like, isn't that their own stuff, though? Like, it's, at those places? Yes. A lot of yeah, times, like their own it's joints. the production company that's been hired. Mm-hmm. Bro, I got this camera, so I asked the dude. I'm not mad, but I'm trying to figure out should I be mad because <laughs> like, of hey, what he Why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> right. So I asked him. I was like, "What's going? Like, what's up with the camera?" He's like, "Yeah, that camera's sixty-five thousand. Mm. I said, "It's who?" Mm. I was like, "So I can go get a, I can go get a car for the for the price of this, this camera." camera. I was like, let me put it down. And uh, before your um, your NFL live gig, too. <laughs> your live gig. You got to, hey, to go in the football money. Hey, they're going to make you pay. You got to go home. Uh, so hey, Listen, we're going to have to, uh, this college plan that we, <laughs> we got, got to figure it out. It's taking a hit today. But, but dude, know, it, was, it was. But that like that's the that's the crazy thing, right? Like So we sitting here, we in BR, right? You from here, think about it. We had a place now, bro, where we could rent a room, right? You could have different cameras. Yep. Uh, sound people, yep. right? Cameramen. It's and, home, and bro. we could do that at, at, at our crib. Yeah. How I feel living here. It's weird you, sometimes. I was, no, you just seen the world now, yeah. right? Like when we was growing up, it was Louisiana was big. It was huge, right? Like Louisiana in general, right? You from obviously a different place than me in the state, but at the same time, when you play football, you got connective tissue. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of, especially when you standing out, everybody experiencing the same thing. So I get here yesterday, bro, and you know how to move around. I was in Dallas, obviously got drafted, lived in Charlotte when I first started in TV, moved back to Dallas, and now we in Virginia. And it's a whole different vibe, obviously, but I got back yesterday, and that's when, you know, it's funny, we talk, people don't, we really bored. <laughs> right. You know? Like, we really pop. Like, that's my dog. Yeah. You know, so like, we converse. We converse. Right. Like, we talk. So Most of the time we gossip, but. <laughs> yeah, we a lot. <laughs> we do a lot of that. You think we women sometimes. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But we, we just, I'm, I'm driving, man. And you know my grandmother passed. You was with mm-hmm. me through all that. So I'm driving to go see her, her at the, uh, go see her at the cemetery. So I drive through my hood, R.C., now, you know me, I grew up all over Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. I grew up in North Baton Rouge. My grandmother lived in Scotlandville, right. South Baton Rouge, my mom. Um, but I'm driving through, bro, and I'm I'm looking around, and the buildings are the same, dilapidated. Um, you still got your, your businesses that's thriving, black-owned. They still, the barbershop, yep. Loftons, and... I'm driving, bro, and I legit because we 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 talk about this, mm-hmm. but I felt it, and I hit you right. You about it, yeah. I'm like, bro, how did I get out of here? Yeah, right, because I'm I'm looking at everything, and I'm like, if somebody was to ride through with me, mm-hmm. show me the opportunity. But see, though, I think that's the right. So that's the thing that that we're always fighting about. 
Yes. Right? The thing we always talking about. Yes. And I always tell people too, bro, like there's no, they don't give us awards for struggle. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, like, like it's not, it's not okay. You don't get a, a reward because they say, look, 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 man, this is what you came from. It's okay that you didn't make it. That ain't how it that is. Ain't how it go. Right. But so, so when you do go back though and you see it, you do wonder how. Right, but then you start thinking about you talking about your grandma, right? Yeah. You talking about your moms. You think about all these people, and that's how that's how you got out, bro. That was the community, right? So every time we have this conversation, it, as a whole, we always talk about the places, mm -hmm. the places, and and you know me. Every time we you and I speaking or we receiving some kind of award for something or whatever, I'm always like. It took a lot of people. <laughs> like, it took a lot of people. And to that point, yesterday I'm riding around, and, and even in that moment where I'm like, look how hard it is to get out of here, I'm still seeing familiar faces that just dropped a nugget. Mm -hmm. Like, Mark, stay on that court, man. Yeah. Keep playing ball, right? Get your books. How many times we heard that? But see, the other thing is, too, though, people don't get what it's like being from places that we're from because the dude... And you know, like you, you're hearing music all the time. You know, talk about dope boys. Yeah. You talk about hooping and stuff like that. Football player. That's yep. the ways to get out. Like I remember dudes being the dope boy, but me being untouchable. Untouchable. Right. Nah, you gonna leave. You gonna leave Ryan alone. Yep. Right. And, and what they say, he the one. He the one. He the one that's gonna make it. Yeah. Right? He gonna get up out of here. And so and so when when people try to talk about the places that we're from and the people we grew up with, they don't understand. They we had a code. It's Man, dude, it, right. it's so hard to explain because that's that's the difference, right? Like, we, we, we both on television, and we understand that any given segment gives you three to five minutes. Yeah. And you sharing that three to five minutes with two or three other people. Mm -hmm. But I tell people all the time, like, if you want the real story about not just Ryan and Marcus, but most of the experiences of cats coming from places like we came from, you got to have time. You gotta have a lot of time. Like you gotta have a lot of time because, in in me saying, when I called you, saying, RC, how did uh, I make it out? That's that's twenty twenty one, Marcus. Right. Right. That's NFL nine years. Mm -hmm. Then lived in gated communities. Then moved all across the country. My kids don't have the same experience right. of choosing between water and lights. Right. So yesterday I'm driving through and I'm thinking to myself. It is the community. Like, as much as we shun the hood, mm -hmm. right? Or as much as... As much as you try to get out of it. Get out of it. Like, the, 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 that's the goal. The goal is to, to like... Because because I tell people, people that, that are living in the hood, they know they don't want to live that way. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's economics. It's what you've grown up mm -hmm. under. But anyway, to your point, man, just thinking about it, it was the people. Yeah. It was the people. Like, where we are now. Yeah, it was the people. 100%. Like, so it it was just a it was it was one of those moments yesterday, man. Where I and now we you. got and now we got Shell. Oh my God, Shell, <laughs> Shell bringing us. Yeah, so bringing we're, us a salad, we're, we're a long way from we're a long way from what we were. <laughs> what? Watch how bougie. I get some pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, fresh cracked pepper. Yeah, fresh cracked. <laughs> yeah. Fresh cracked. You know what I'm saying? Rufino's at his finest, baby. Oh, Appreciate you, Shell. Oh, look at this ranch. Fresh cracked pepper. Good, yes, sir. Please. Oh my God. I'm good. I'm good. You don't want the bread, bro? You want the bread? Still? No, you can take the bread, but you can't take them shrimp. No, you can't take the shrimp. <laughs> that no, shrimp. No, no. Yo, enjoy, gentlemen. My man, thank, thank you, Shell. Thank you, thank you. And so, like, that was, like, when you when you were talking to me, though, and even listening to you now, and we talk about people and places, right? Like, I remember having opportunities to go back to LSU in 2020. Right, and when what we were going through in 2020, that you were big mm -hmm. on TV, and I was big mm -hmm. on TV, and I had an opportunity to speak, and I told them, I'm gonna hold people here accountable. Yes. Right, because I said these buildings mean nothing, nothing to me. Right, the colors, the buildings, the people. Right, I'm loyal to people. Who making this up? And so, and so I think when you talk about being where you're from, one thing that people have to understand about you too is like now you can look back on it and be because you've been in different places yeah. and see. And see the hole that you were actually in. in. Bro, when I was there, I couldn't see that, Marcus. Marcus, I, I didn't. I knew we didn't have certain things, but I didn't feel it. RC, we look forward to waking up and going out. <laughs> yes, I'm saying. You know like, what I'm saying? I was like, gonna go out the house and have a good time. I was gonna go hoop. I was and gonna the play crazy football. thing is, knowing what we know now, and 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 by no means casting aspersions on people that still living in where we from. 
because they, because a big part of them is the reason we got out. Mm -hmm. A lot of seeing what we don't want right. was a big part. But I think about it, man, and I can't help it. Like, and, and I know, I know, a, a probably a lot of young black men that made it out. I couldn't imagine my kids in that. Yeah. Like you, so it's funny, man, because we always get offended. Here's things though. Here's though. You couldn't imagine your kids in it, but you're still trying to teach your kids lessons you learned from from it, it. dude. Sports. Right, yo, yo, kids play yeah. sports. My kids play sports. I always try to give them a South Baton Rouge dog mentality, mm -hmm. or a North Baton Skylandville yeah. where I grew up playing in Elm Grove in the concrete jungle, mm -hmm. or whatever. But they just and as a parent, like as much as we say, you need to have this mentality, and you need to, you know, I I got caught up early when my kids was young, thinking that they were supposed to understand that can't can't. Every day we woke up, and I tell people this all the time, every day I woke up where I grew up, you had to be on 100% alert. Yep. You had to make sure you knew where you was going efficiently. Because mm -hmm. if, one, you get knocked off course, you might end up by the wrong dudes, yep. might end up by the police, or you end up becoming, yeah, that, that dude, uh, he got talent, right. but he ain't, he ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna make so it. I always, bro, I try to find that line between, I know y'all experienced growing up now because, you know, obviously your now, mom that, and dad. That's what I wanted for you too, though. 100%. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I, wa I, I wanted you to be in this yes. unlike I was. Like, I wanted that. But the other part of us too is, it's we got to grow from where we came from yeah. and become something else and learn to live a different way 100%. and appreciate it. Like, my, my youngest kid never, like, she never had struggle. Like, my oldest kids lived in apartments. My youngest never had that. She's, she's, I call her a pro baby. Yes. Right? She was a pro baby. Yes. And so now when you look at, okay, That's I want crazy. you to be a dog. I want you. Like, I remember taking Jordan to New Orleans for camps, right? And you got to do one-on-ones. Putting them in the environment. Right. So you got to do one-on-ones. But when you do the one-on-ones, you got to jump out and get your rep. And, and cats from, kids from McMaine, from 35, from Warren Easton. They hungry. Jumping out. Mm -hmm. Getting every reps. And he's like, nah, Pop. They told us to stand in line. I said, well, the dude that went seven times before you went twice, was he in line? And he's like, nah. This, I said, no, 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 no. I said, see, you got that mentality of already having, of yes. already making. That's like, and if you want to, I'm not saying you have to live like that to be a successful human. Right. Because I put you in position to have opportunities to do all kinds of things. Yeah. But if you want this ball, you got to go act like you got to eat and this you can't it make is. it no other way. This how it is. Yeah. And, and, and to your point, man, like, we, we just... I always, it's always this huddle of dads, right? You've been through it. Mm -hmm. It's always this huddle of dads that come from our similar shared experience. And we like, I, I wish they could get it. Mm -hmm. But we also, I, through talking to you, because I tell people all the time, me and RC brothers, Iron Sharpen and Iron, we not just. We'll just do it for TV. We'll just do it for, but you have to. You, I got to bounce stuff off of you because mm -hmm. I need to hear RC say sometimes, Mark, you're going too hard on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I'm always, to your point, I'm trying to create, I'm not trying to create the environment. I'm trying to create the mentality that comes from the environment. Mm -hmm. And I tell like, for me, bro, <clears throat> that's the perfect marriage, right? If you could, if you, if your kids can quote unquote grow up affluent. Right. But also have the mentality of the parents who grew up. You know, Isha, my wife, mm -hmm. grew up in Detroit, bro. Right. Like, it wasn't no... Right. It was like the only way out mm -hmm. is I cannot do what everybody else is doing. But it's like our kids, man. We got... I tell I tell my daughter, who's 14, you know, Cara, she volleyball, miss volleyball, whatever. I tell her all the time. I said, if I could pull... If I could pull your, your mom and dad's struggle mm. and put it in your mentality along with your ability... Because, I, you know, my wife's 6'2", play yeah. pro basketball. My kids are super babies. Hey, they, they won the genetic lottery. <laughs> they hit the lottery, like saying, like If y'all would have told me before, I'd have took out some stock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, hey, hey, Marcus, I'm just saying, like, I don't need all of what they make. Bro. And, like, like an agent's fee. Can I get yes. 1%? <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah. Yes, because my daughter, 14, 6'2", playing volleyball. And she... She's closer to who we were mm -hmm. 
Then my son, Marcus Jr., and my youngest is just a beast. But you know the youngest usually. But man, well, she been she been trying. The youngest been trying to fight. Yeah, she been fighting for position. <laughs> right, right. Everywhere, right. she fight for position when they in the bed laying with <laughs> right. us. She right. everywhere. But but it's funny, man. When you get back, like I got back, and I'm driving from the airport. I get the BTR. I'm driving from the airport. I'm driving through the old hood. And, and initially, I'm like, I gotta go see all of this. You know how it is when yeah. you come home. And that's why I ask you, is the experience different? Cause, cause now I find myself, you know, as we get older, and we having all of these worldwide discussions. Mm -hmm. I'm finding myself gradually coming back to them lessons. Mm -hmm. And people, people, the the real conversation about where we come from needs to be based in when you got out. Mm -hmm. How did you do it, and who was a part of it? Yeah. That need to be the question. We don't need to go look at the projects mm -hmm. and look at the buildings and the, the surrounding area where it's buildings boarded up and right. say, he made it out of this. How did you do it? You go to the people, the dope boys, and see, who was like RC Untouchable. Right, but also, too, though, not even the people that protected you, bro. Think about how many times you're on air and you drop a gym that at the time, at the moment, just comes to you, right? Like, you didn't really think about it. You were, you were going, yeah. and it just came up. And then you think about it, and then, then we go to commercial, and you go, oh, shoot, man. Mr. Williams told me that. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so what's happened to me is, like, those things that I would learn then wouldn't necessarily resonate. Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily think I, ho I held on to them. But now as you transition through playing, you transition into parenting and also now being community leaders. Yeah. Right? Because that's what you become. Yep. Like that's the thing that's different about me being back now. Right. Right? Having being with the BR Sickle Cell Foundation and having my own sickle cell run. Right. Having opportunities to host Juneteenth rallies and speak, uh -huh. you know, to be able to mm -hmm. do all those things, like that's what's changed. And you look back, like I remember Mark, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I, I say and do some mature stuff now. That I don't feel like, right? Like I don't, I don't feel forty-one. Right? There's not a like my 100%. body does for sure. Right? right? right. We talk about that. Right. Mentality-wise. But mentality-wise, I'm like I'm not old. No. Right? I don't wake up in the morning feel like I do old stuff. No. I don't have like an old man Herm Edwards. No offense, Coach Regimen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I gotta be up at five because I need to go by bed by seven. Yeah. But man. then when I start thinking about decisions, right? You start thinking about the different things. How you, you moving? People, it's different. Yeah. And so you know, yeah. you know for sure, bro, you've been on TV and you didn't say something that you heard before. Absolutely. That you were taught before. Absolutely. Now, bro. do I pass it off as my own idea? Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, because it is our it's, yeah. it's our experience. Yeah. People so funny funny, man, because you know we get all of these DMs and we we on Twitter we have conversations. So a dude hit me up um on Instagram. And it was coming off me. We were talking about salary caps or whatever, and it was coming off. He was like, "Man, you you." And that when you said. That's why I was like, you the, the, the Saints, cap? the Saints in more debt than the United States." <laughs> and, and metaphorically speaking, you get it right if you pay attention to all of the talk. That's they probably but, tried the education. No, he got in my DMs and was like, "Why are you so? Why are you so dismissive of other people's um, when, when other people saying stuff and?" You know the the loud boisterous, and my response was, "Why something else?" Like, cause, cause, to your point, when you think of the, you the best analogy person in the game across all television. I don't care what nobody says. I tell people that all the time. I'm like RC can give you an analogy that will bring anything home for you when it comes to sports. And what people don't understand, I enjoy watching my bro. Yeah, like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not this. Remember we talked about the other day, though? We were texting. I was like, dog, when you rolling, I know. You go. Go, go, go do go. your thing. And I think a lot of times, bro, like, like you know, even even with that, the mentality is, well, RC and, and, and Swag must be in some competition because they at ESPN. Dog, we just spent four months of me on the phone every day. RC, get, get, get your right, money. Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yeah. do what's best for you, bro. That's yeah. all that matters. And, and, and it, it really resonates, man, with us because it's always that whole ideology of this who we are. Right. Like, and, and you get people, you you hear it all the time. Um, I, you, the, when I first started doing First Take and all of that, you hear all the time, stop trying to be Stephen A. 
And then it evolves after you've been on TV for two years. Right. Oh, Marcus just this. He just good. Like, th this is just who he is. Right. So I tell like when I'm when I'm when I get those though, when I get those type of messages, it ain't I don't I don't have no snapback to that. Mm -hmm. Because I understand your only reference of loud is Stephen A. Right. Right? So you that that is who you relate that to. Mm -hmm. So if anybody else come on the scene. Oh, you you trying to be like that, right? Right. Be, be, and be be honest. Anybody black? That's what it boiled down to. Okay. When you get loud, we <laughs> yeah. all hold the same. <laughs> right. right. You just, <laughs> right. Why you screaming? You trying the to be the only like, person ever screamed on TV. <laughs> like like Stephen ain't been on TV since black and white. <laughs> right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, bro, this is so as the as the careers have 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 start to play out because you and I both still like we're at the beginning. Bro, it's it's all us, and that's mm -hmm. what I respect about watching RC or Foxy. Mm -hmm. Like, I, just a lot of people, a lot of people that we work with, bro. It's like if you being you, I'm a fan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm from the hood. When I talk about sports, I'm loud. Right. Barbershop. Like way before this TV, all that, <laughs> everything. That's right? what we do. Cause me and you were together. And here's the other piece too. Cause y'all ain't gonna hear me. If I don't get so loud, right? like I'm not gonna get away. Hey, if I don't do this, I'm not hey, gonna get I'm, it. I'm, hey, first off, they lucky I'm not because I want to stand up all the time. Right, anytime all I, the time. I want to stand up because you need to know that what I'm finna say is important. It's important. You might not have to feel it, yes. but it's important. And it's yes. crazy though. You talked about being yourself, man, and I think about that evolution. Like I remember when I first started because I had to deal when I played. Uh -huh. I remember feeling like I couldn't be like I wasn't the dude. First, hold on, let's it. let's go back. Take me through. We ain't never. Why we ain't never talked about that, bro? You start. I remember you working while playing. How did that happen? I slicked them. I hit them with a juke move. Who? So, the the team or no? So, right, it was going going into year eleven. Yep. So I tweeted. I was like, I need an internship because I was I was like, I ain't finna play much longer. Trey Wingo, dog. Trey Wingo DM'd me. That's why you and Trey. That's why we tight. Yeah. So he DMs me like, RC, you just interned with us. And I was like, bro, y'all do that? He's like, no, but I'm sure they'll let you go down to uh, Super Bowl in San Francisco, uh -huh. Baltimore here. Whoa. I drive down. I do NFL Live. He's like, let me bring you to meet Seth. Brings gotcha. me upstairs to meet Seth. I was like, hey, man, like I want to come in and do it. I said twofold. I want to see if I like it enough. Gotcha. Right? And I want to see if you thought guys think I have a future in it. So, man, I go up. Dude, it wasn't the car wash, too. It was like how we get it. Yeah. I got my schedule, did my thing. Monday, I get calls from agents. One of them goes, we think we could get you paid while you play. I said, what? Another check. Another check. Oh, my God. That's the dream. And so what I did was, <laughs> I signed. so I signed an off-season contract, bro, and I got paid. And I got paid actually pretty good. Marcus says, and With Espen. Yeah. I got paid at ESPN enough to never spend Yearly football money. money. Oh my god. And so and so and so like that and that was what I did. And then the crazy thing was, right, obviously you come out and now you're about to work. And I can be honest, I had to transition because when I was playing football, I didn't really need to be great. Right. Right? Because you know, you know how we see it. Think about like if we get a football player on, they're never as good as we are now. 100%. But we can see enough in them to be like, he's gonna be good Tor on TV with it. Tori Smith. Smith. Right? Cam Jordan comes Cam on Jordan. now. Cam Jordan. Right? Yeah. Cam Jordan it's comes a lot on now. Emmanuel Sanders. A lot like, you man. see all these dudes, and yeah. you know, like, right now, today, if that had to be your job, you may not be where you need to be, but eventually, you're going to be a gangster. For sure. And so, I was like that. And so, but then when I really started, I put pressure on myself. And I'm going to tell you why. I could be straight up with you, bro. I didn't think the RC Conform. I am now could make it. 100%. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought we never saw it. We never saw it. The only person we saw hint at it was Stu. That was it. And and two, and Stu was Michael Jordan to me though. Me too. Right? So yes. so so like it's like so, right. So it's like think about it. Like Kobe, who I think is the closest thing we've seen. Like everybody wanted to be him. Right. But right. Kobe was the only one that people that was so close people hated him for it. Right? Hundred so, percent. Right. So when I saw Stu, I was like, nah, I can't. I can't do that. Because I felt like I couldn't do the other stuff too. Right. So right. I said, okay, let me just come on. And I remember, bro, it was Josina Anderson. Uh -huh. Josina's talking to me. She was there. She used to work with me in Wash. She goes, I wish everybody knew how funny you were. I was like, first off, everybody knows I'm funny. So that's some stupid stuff to say. 
But she was basically saying, nah, she's like, I know your personality. She's like, you don't show it You're on TV. But I felt like I, I felt like in the, the confines of what I could, I was. Yep. And bro, I'll be honest with you. You know what changed it for me? Get up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because Zach and yeah. Pete and all those Promote dudes that. were like, nah, bro. Do you? You're going to get this set, swag who says, or you know what I'm saying? I used to do the power mm-hmm. rankings. Go ahead. I'd be like, hey, nah, I want to buy me a pie. I want to smash a pie. Right. And they'd be like, all right, cool. They run across the street, get a pie, bring it in. And so doing those things. And you, then, had them on that, you had them on that diddy. Right. But, you know, <laughs> hey, right? It didn't. And then what, uh, doing those things, you know what it did, though? Then I got to see Marcus be Marcus. Mm-hmm. Right? I started working with Dom, who wasn't the way he is now. Right now, yeah. But he started working with me. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, I, had, I sent him to get a cheesecake. Yeah. Right? They had to make yeah. the man. Yeah. But they understood that that was part of the show. And now, what did that do? Now, Sports Center wants, nah, give me the Marcus. That's from so get up, up. Right? From, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And give so, me you. Right. And so, and so that, and that's how it's evolved. And like, that's why we're here, man. Like, think about when we talk about the Fridays, NFL Live. Right? How excited how we excited are on that production. Are, Hell yeah. Hey, I tell people, bro, listen, it, going to work, what we do is already, like, ain't real. Work. It ain't work, coach. It ain't work. Like, I tell I'm just hanging out with my friends. Yeah, we like once we get to that point. Like once once people see us live, we done done all the real work, right? But I always tell people like, man, when you look at because you know people hit me up about you, like man RC five. I'm like, bro, get the same thing, though. Um, but the transition of television, right? So we we. We, I tell people all the time, man, we ushering in something different. I don't want to say new because when you say new, people get caught up on, oh, so you created. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we usher in something different. And I had a conversation with Jimmy Pataro, mm-hmm. president of ESPN, and I was just, just kind of like going, we were having a normal conversation. I was like, Jimmy, look, a lot going on in the country. And I, I was like, I just wanted to tell you that the people here in this company get it. Right. Like, we get it. We understand. Like, we going to be outspoken mm-hmm. when it comes to social injustice. Mm-hmm. Like, and 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 you, and too, bro, throughout the evolution of ESPN, of any company, right? You see all of these new statements being made and everything. At some point, allowing people to be genuinely themselves will do better for you in the long run. Right? Because... Even if you end up gone, even if you end up retired, even if you end up getting fired, look at Jamil's career. Bruh. Because that's her. Bruh. Being you is always the answer. Mm-hmm. It's all, I tell every piece of advice, and I know you be spitting the game too to the youngins, be you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm Marcus Spears on television saying be you, mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean that being you don't come with some issues. No. Also, too, <clears throat> it's within the confines of, of what you're of doing. Of what you're doing. Yeah, like people yeah. think, like, no, nah, nah, I can't I can't get up there and just cut the food. Yeah, right. Well, but, about to be, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But, but, but I know, I understand, though, that there's a piece of me and there's a Ryan Clark that fits this. Fits that. Absolutely. And I, that, that I don't have to change. Yeah. Right? And so, and so that was, but that was hard for me to come to. Yeah. Like, Marcus, it was hard because I tell stories, right? Right. Which is why I do, I give analogies right. all the time. That's how I talk. Right. You know, at first it was, this team did this and this team. I was like, man, this show boring as hell, bro. You, we talked about we it. Talked man, about I remember it. being on the field. Being on the field at the spring game, yep. Coach O's first year, and he was like, RC, what you want to do? And I was like, man, like, I just love football, bro. And he let me talk. Like, what you want to do? And he was like, bro, I want to be a star. Period. And I told you, I was like, that's fine. I don't yep. really like TV like that. Yep. But so, yep. so the evolution for me was was you. I ain't gonna lie. It was it was Foxworth, mm-hmm. right? It, it was it was having opportunities to say, okay, I can go do stuff I enjoy right. doing. Right. And now, once you do it well enough, right, which is where Stephen A is, you start doing it well enough, they take you out their box. Take you out the box. No, I'm not. I'm not coaching you how to be you no more. Right? I'm telling you this is the topic. This is the topic. Now you go, go do what you do. Go. Right? Go. But that but that but think about you talking about the social injustice stuff. Yeah. Think about this though. 2016, I wear a Colin Kaepernick jersey, the jersey. with Mike and Mike. Yep. Right? Yep. Which at that time, I, I ain't gonna lie, I tried to be slick because the week before, Greeny wore a Trevor Simeon jersey. <laughs> 
right? And so and so what I tried, Marcus, what I tried to do was say, oh, I ain't know. I thought we could wear jerseys. I thought we could wear jerseys. Right? And so and so and so, bro. I do the show. I do Mike and Mike. I got seven to eight. That was my segment. Right. I get off. Phone ring. Hello? Can't do that, RC. Look what I said. Do what? Do what? <laughs> I just wear the shirt. Do my gear. Yeah. You know, but so I understood what yeah. it was, right? And I understood, like, during that time, Marcus, we've had, we would have, like, production meetings, and the segment might be on the protest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I would give my answer, and they would tell me, we're not we going to that. ask you. We ain't going to ask you that. Right? And listen, I know some of it was for me. Yeah. Right? Some of it was, was to protect yeah. me. Right, and some of it was to protect the show because at that time that wasn't cool. It wasn't cool, and and, right? and your experience—that's the conversation we've had a thousand times. Our experience not gonna allow us to get on TV and I'm be not, fake about I'm it. Not finna do we it. We can't do it. But but I appreciate you telling me I ain't got to. One hundred percent. I'm not tripping 100%. on that. One hundred percent. I will I will rather bow out. Yes. Than to go on there and try to have some politically correct approach to it. Because you know me. No, you know damn well. If I got on television <laughs> and was like, well, you know, the league has to really take this into consideration. I would fire you. You'd be, hey, like, uh-uh. you be like, who is this dude? Hey, hey, hey. you'd be like, is Marcus's phone is ringing? He- <laughs> yes, it's RC. It's RC. <laughs> it's right. Get, get, get the hell off the, tell show, the TV. So, so I always, we got to be conscious of that, man. Because even, I, I got a question for you. I'm going in the interview mode because I I get this and I want to know how you deal with it. Black people, our people are our biggest critics. Okay. When we don't speak on something or even if we ain't been on TV. (laughs) Right. Why haven't you? Yeah. Like they don't understand. (laughs) But, but I always, I, I have the hardest time dealing with that part of it. I don't get mad about people disagreeing with my stance on when we talked about George Floyd, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, social injustice, um, when we talked about the insurrection. I didn't know what the hell the insurrection meant. I just knew them people ran up in the couch. That's what you knew. Right? But it was like this. You ain't talking about it how you supposed to be. How I'm supposed to be? Like, how? If my it, opinion, my I, opinion. Yeah, like I'm saying what I'm saying, right? Now you can disagree with that, but how do you handle that, bro? You, cause you get them, you get the DM. RC, oh you, oh you, you a company guy, ESPN paying, they gonna lawyer to the. Pay. I'm like, bro, do you realize? It, go back and look at the tape of me and RC on all of this. Yeah, I'll be tripping. I ain't black, like, bro. Like, I don't. I think the thing. So here, so here's always my way to handle it. I'm okay if you disagree with me. Because, you know, a lot of times they go, well, you said this, you said yeah. that, you said this. If the three things you named, I really said, and you understood them as I said them, that and you disagree, cool. cool. But don't. But when they come at me with, well, this is what you said. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. Right? Not. At not one point. And I've actually had to grow out of, of answering all those questions. Yeah. Right, because my, my my biggest thing is I don't want to be misunderstood. Right. Like I ain't tripping about you not liking me. I don't want to be misunderstood. Absolutely. But I've also learned, Marcus, like we can't make all those people happy. We can't. Because you got to realize they don't see everything. Right. Right. Because right. you might, and now right. people don't understand that either too, bro. Like I'm asked on get up, right, and then I'm asked on first take, and I know I have the same feeling, but I have to try to say it in slightly a different no way. No question. And in that, some of those things are going to be lost in translation. Yep. But like you mentioned those things, like think about the transition of the league, right? Yeah. And who led the league this year? Patrick Mahomes was yep. a huge part of it. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson Michael yep. Thomas, right? Yep. And so we have all these. Even, even, Russell, even Russell Wilson changed his stance from yeah. All Live Matter, right? Because he was, he, he, was, he, was, he was an All Live Matter guy. Said it. To where he hosted the ESPYs in a Black Lives Matter shirt. Like that's the that's the way society shifted. Absolutely right, and so now you're on TV, and I'm I'm be honest, I watched what you said a lot because it didn't I didn't necessarily think I had to temper what I said because of what you said, but I always wanted to give people a different perspective, perspective. because we think so much alike. I, yes, and so there were times I you find hit, myself doing that. Right, too. it was times you hit things. I was like, okay, I was gonna hit that. Right, but now Marcus already covered that. I could go to this. What was that responsibility like to you? Because 2020, bro, 
it was a different year for all of us. One, we were stuck in our houses, so we worked a lot. Yeah. Right? Bro, and then you had these things going on. For me, man, it was it was the it was the opportunity that I wasn't looking forward to. That's how I describe it to people. Right? To be I'm a big like I'm a big person on you where you supposed to be when you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we all we all got like a, a human instinct of we know when we in over our heads. Mm-hmm. I never felt one time while I was doing the job and these issues was coming up, I felt like it was over my head. Mm-hmm. I never felt like this is something I can't talk about. You never to. felt like you weren't equipped. I, I, I was equipped because yep. of because of what we talked about earlier. I grew up in these situations. Mm-hmm. I know the effects of poverty. Mm-hmm. I know what most black dudes are doing when they get to the league, what they trying to get accomplished, get their family out, take care of their family. Like We all have very similar stories mm-hmm. of experiencing racism, experiencing being discriminated against. Like I tell people all the time, those... RC and I are no different from them experiences than the people that's going through them right now. Mm-hmm. We just wasn't on TV to talk that's about it. them. Like yep. we, I experience. I've been followed around in high price I've been, stores. Yeah, I've, been, I've been, pulled you know what I'm saying? All of it. Exactly. So I don't have this. Um, my disdain is not based in new information. Mm-hmm. Right, so when we when we having a conversation about George Floyd, when that when all of that went on, my point to people was on television was the conversation I had to have with my son, yeah. which I wasn't ready for yet, mm-hmm. and and his reaction was why I was so emotional. Cause think about it, man, we got a job to do on television. We supposed to be you know professional and whatever, but when your eleven year old asks you. A simple question. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he get up and he knew he was killing him? Bro, well, I'm from, now that, I know why he didn't get up. Now that's, but that, but see, you're talking about being equipped to speak about it on TV is one thing. Being able to have oh, that conversation man. with the emotion oh, see, involved. It's the hardest it's, thing I've ever had to do in my life. Because right. I did not know my son's state of mind right. when we had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, Beyond beyond that, bro, when we had our conversation, because you and I could re- re- respond to it, we saw it growing up, whatever. But it's always that we still got a job to do, mm-hmm. but we also have a responsibility to Responsibilities, who we are. You know what I mean? And I I think that's why I get so crazy about our people when they get in attack mode that you didn't translate it mm-hmm. how they think you should. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm not dealing with that layer of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it was always, for me, man, a level of comfort because I experienced a lot of what's going on publicly now. Right. So for me and you to talk about it, it, it wasn't no thing. Mm-hmm. We, was all, we was all like, bro, this is not new. Yeah. We just, we, 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 it's a new forum on TV. Right, we have this platform to be able to express it now, but it was it was not a situation where it was something we was unfamiliar with. I'm from Baton Rouge. Alan Sterling happened here, yes. right? I saw dudes get cuffed and done bad by police growing up. Mm-hmm. But I, but to get to my point, when when the George Floyd thing happened, right? If you and I was doing this, where we had an open form of time, and people also have to understand time constraint. The most disheartening part, outside of the, the the act, the murder, was the power for all of those people to be standing there watching a man get his life snuffed out, but to be so afraid of the infrastructure, I'm not going to go help another human I see losing their life. Mm-hmm. That's the issue that good American people should have. Mm-hmm. The Obviously, we see the act happening, and we see the three officers behind the car later. But you look at citizens, bro. We we really here to take care of each other. That's really supposed to be. But our, see, I think, but but that but that's the thing, right? Certain people, right? African American people have been so far removed from help, from the consciousness of being valuable bro, enough to help. That's right? why from, I'm like, that is from, the crux the, of the, it, right? From the piece of from from from, from the piece of your brain that says, you know what? 
this other human is in trouble. Yes. Right. But it's you, you it's be, trauma. But you got to be seen you, as a human. You got to be seen human. as a human. Right. And so those things, I tell people all the time, those things aren't necessarily the racism that's just attached to color. Right. Those things become traditional. Traditional. Right. Ideals. Those, those things become yeah. repetition. Yeah. And so you see that so many times. Right. I've seen cops harass black people. I've seen cops do these things, and you go, oh. I've already seen it. I've seen it. Like the the, the 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 thing I remember most, bro, about last year, obviously Jordan. Right, had, right. You know, and, his and the, run in. Yep. Oh, appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Oh Lord, that's that red fish. This is what we've been waiting for. Mm. In the trash. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, buddy. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. We always enjoy having y'all here. We mm. thank y'all for coming out. Oh, Absolutely. Man, thank, thank you, man. man. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Golly, I've been praying for Redfish for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Thank, Thank you. But when I think back to last year, I think about never preparing once for any of those segments. Right? Like I, I never, never I never had research. I never had to read one more thing. And obviously obviously I was wrapped up in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So so the information about obviously because we need to know the information. Absolutely. What's the officer's name? Absolutely. How long did he kneel on him? The details when, of it. You needed the details, details of it. Yep. But, but to tell you how I felt about it, I didn't need it. And I also remember, Marcus, never knowing what I was going to say. Right. right. Right? Like, I knew how it would start. Right? I knew how it would answer the question. And you remember at those times, they were leaving them open-ended for Open-ended. Us, right? They, they weren't asking us to, like, pinpoint Not a specific one situation. Thing, right? right? They were just saying, like, go talk. Yeah. And then what I remember... Shout out to ESPN for that, yeah, by the no, way. They, they showed love. Shout out to they them. Love. But I remember being angry. Yeah. And here's why I was angry with ESPN. You don't understand the amount of text messages, emails, and calls I got from people saying that my voice was needed, right? Or saying that what I said was pertinent or that what I said was so big for the show, people needed to hear yeah. that. Because all it made me think back was, remember, that's the same person I was in 2016. Same person, same person bro. Right? And I wasn't, and, and, and it wasn't necessarily I'm mad at you, my employer. Mm -hmm. It was that it made me think about society. Because yeah. my employer has to, my employer has to understand what brings in dollars and cents. Right. Right? And at right. the time, they did have the Jamel thing. They had all this yeah. other stuff going on. And so, you had, at the time, a president saying By the way, a different group of people at ESPN a group too. Of people, yeah. right. and, so, and so you had like these things going on. You had the president of the United States saying these certain things about these players and I was on the other side of that. On the other side and of so, that. And so being on the other side of that, that wasn't the side to be on. Yeah. And then, and now, am I happy society changed, bro? 100%. Right? I'm, I'm happy society... Forced, forced identification. Right. I'm happy society had to actually say, you know what? There's a mother effing problem. No doubt. No doubt, bro. Right? But... Whether it was the, the my, my ego, whether it was my pride, whether it was just being hurt, saying, and I don't think I could change the world, but why you ain't listen to me why then? Why you ain't listen to me then? Right? Why just, you ain't listen to Cap then? Why you ain't listen then? Exactly. You know, exactly. And so and Cause, that, cause, that hurt me. Because, okay, so this is what we, this is what we, I think this is why people respect what you and I do along with a lot of other people that's really good in this business. Because it wasn't hurting their bottom line, RC. 100%. Like, let's be real about it. Like, the, the bottom line is, when, mm -hmm. when when Cap did it, everything, it was new. Mm -hmm. And the NFL was still seeing great things happen. The the numbers were outrageous. Mm -hmm. And then you get this, you get this, this, like, outcry after the kneeling. And then it starts to hurt the bottom line. Jamel didn't get fired because of her remarks to Trump. She got fired talking about what you should do if you got a problem with the NFL mm -hmm. keeping him out of the league. Mm -hmm. But all of that stuff, to your point, we identify with. Like, we identify with all of that. So it was all for me, like looking back and seeing everything that had gotten to this point, the forced consciousness, the way, bro, from, from when, when George Floyd happened, it was a tone... That it was almost similar to 9-11. Mm -hmm. It was almost because people watched that. And if you were a good person, no matter you hurt. skin color, you hurt. You hurt. Right? And these companies started looking at it like. And 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 I still think some of them ain't wanna do it. Mm. Some of them ain't wanna make no public statement. But they looking at 
their employees that are black and white and different ethnicities. And this is the central focus mm -hmm. in the office. Right. Right. So now it, it brought everything to right now. We on the table right now. And for, for you and I, being at ESPN and being black men, it was forced. Mm -hmm. It was like, bro, we can't hide from this. Right. Like, even if we don't, even if I did not want to be a part of a show at that time that was not going to have that conversation. And people have to understand how uncomfortable that was, bro. Mm -hmm. Because now it's no longer about, to your point, how we formulate this discussion. Hey, man, ask me the question and get out of the way. Yep. Because that conversation with my son came up because that's where that was real. it led. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I could I could have been all of the emotions, the anger, the hurt, the pain, the the wanting to fight, the wanting to fix it, the, all of that stuff, that, that run of emotion. But then when I got up there, I, th I, I at no time was I consciously thinking, I need to let everybody know the conversations we have with our kids. Right. And we need to. It just happened. Like, bro, this what real. you was feeling. Like, this what happened. Like, what you was this feeling, what, though. no, my son ain't calculate, come and ask me no question. It all happened like that. And, bro, that situation to where we are now, which I think we made, I, I think we made some progress because now it's consciousness, mm -hmm. right? We still got a lot of work to do and infrastructures and systems and all of that stuff need to be changed. But I do see a consciousness that's different, right? Even, even going through the election and people just starting to really like be like, yo, we, we, we going to lose a lot of control of this thing if we don't acknowledge that black people deal with an issue in this country. Right. Like, yeah. and, and that's really what, that's what 2020 was for me, yeah, right? What, women as well. Minorities as well. Speaking of, like, women lead, bro, and never, I watched never, the w, I watched the WNBA change a state. Bro, they did everything. They did every. They did they, everything right. They stood on it as hard as any other league. Now, we talked about the NBA. The WNBA were leaders, mm -hmm. bro, like. In Georgia, everywhere. That's the reason it changed. It's changed, bro. Yeah. So it's just. But I always, I always feel like, I, and, and to RC, it's a sense of proudness that come with that, man. Because yeah. you know, working with working with our colleagues who are white and having conversations with them, and it was a learning experience for me. Because if I wouldn't, I would have been like, bro, you thirty two. What you mean you don't understand what's going on? They really didn't. And and that's the. I had an opportunity to do uh, a diversity survey presentation to the entire LSU athletic department. Ah. Right? You know, and you know why they picked me. Yep, they yep. said it. It's like, look, RC, if we do it, he's like, I'm a white man, I'm 32, ain't nobody paying attention to me. But I was like, look, if I'm going to do it, I need the numbers. Mm -hmm. Right? I need the transparency. I want to see the entire survey. I want to see what was written. And they gave me that. Gave you that. Right? And one of the ladies wrote in the survey, I don't feel like it's my sole responsibility to teach white people what racism is, but I do understand I have a responsibility. You have a responsibility. But they yeah. have to be willing to work. Yeah. And so what I told him is, I say, let me tell you what this means. I say, because she wrote it much more eloquently than I would have. What she, what she means is she's tired of having to deal with y'all being racist as hell and then teach y'all how to not be racist as hell. How to not hell. be racist as hell. I said, that's hard. Bro, it's hard, bro. But what I learned was when that happened, when society started to change, when they wanted to understand it, if you had the conversations, at least in our job for mm -hmm. sure, they became allies Publicly. Publicly. Because they understood they it. They understood it. Right? Because they knew it was wrong. Like, they, they saw the video right, and they was right. like, this is wrong as hell. Right. But they couldn't understand the, the history behind it or why, why we felt it hurt us so exactly. much. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Because that's not your people. That's right. Not, right. You don't know him. That ain't your family member. Right. And look at all the bad stuff he exactly. did. Exactly. And all that. So, all and so, but then yeah, when yeah. they listen, but when you mention the WNBA and the power that they, they wielded, right? Yep. The, the solidarity that they showed. It makes me think about the individual athletes that were huge. And I, I think back to Naomi Osaka, right? Because a lot of times you're not, it's just, and it's just human nature. Because she's not 
one hundred percent black because yeah. she's, that you don't you don't necessarily think that she is as down as everybody else. But for her to be in the U.S. Open, bro, and every single day wear different wear the names, put the with, names, you know, and so and and when when the, the cry was, say her name, mm-hmm. right? Say their names, right? Mm-hmm. Say his name. So all those things, you know, it was like, man, like we doing our little part. She's doing her little, her little part. part. Everybody was doing something, and it made me. It made you more comfortable. Yeah. Right. It made me more comfortable to be like, oh, that's right. You know, and so I think about that, and that leads me to you one going off about cap, about uh, cap space last week, oh, right? But also two, <laughs> us laughing, not laughing, right? Because it's not funny, but thinking about David Cullen. Oh my god! Right, and why he's in this situation. Think about it, though, bro. Like we're we're at a time in life, dog, where I don't care what nobody say. Carson Wentz got himself out of Philadelphia. I don't care what the stories report. He he got himself. He got himself out of it. He got himself out of it. Yeah. Right. Deshaun's trying to get out of Houston. Russ, bro. Russ, go Hawks. Russ. All the time. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Like I, <laughs> twenty minute interview. I ain't say nothing. Go, go Hawks. Hawks. Straight up. Right. He talking about yeah. getting out of there. And so now we, Matthew Stafford got yeah. himself out of Detroit. Like we seeing all these dudes take control of of their own narrative, of yeah. their own careers. And bro, when I'm watching it. People do this junk, and it works. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes ain't, like, taking control. Like, Jalen Ramsey is in a better he situation. No, he's in a better situation. Right. Jamal Adams is in a better situation, bro. That old ideology of, I'm going to let the people in positions to make decisions determine my future is over with in the NFL. And I, I, I try to tell people, like, RC, we have some old values about football that we just – feel like a foundational, mm. right? Like things like like you will never hear me ever get on TV and say the line of scrimmage ain't the most important thing in football. Because I, I was built. Care. Exactly. I, I play defense. I play defense back. Right. But 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 to understanding your responsibility in that. But it's so it's nuanced. But it's it's some things are foundational, right? And when you think about these dudes that you just mentioned, the one thing I, that stands out about all of them, for me, is the evolution. Right. Like, not having the fear to be ostracized. Like, Deshaun been like, I'm standing on it. Now, I'm not going to come out and do an interview every other day. I'm not going to be in front of cameras. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is the... And to be honest with you, while we're talking about Russ, that was my issue with Russ. Yes, I agree with that. Russ, just say what you want to happen, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, because you, number one, have earned that opportunity. And you don't need you your stature in the NFL. You don't need to be a roundabout way type of dude. No, like you don't. You a top five quarterback in the NFL, bro. You don't have to leave breadcrumbs mm. and hope everybody get to the final and now, conclusion. They, they can say no. You gonna have a you job. You gonna have a job. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you know what I'm saying. Right. That's what Deshaun understands. Like, yo, if I even if I gotta sit out, yeah, and these these folks want to play hardball. I'm gonna be 28 right, with, right. with two years of no hits right. on my body, and everybody already know my talent. But, but to your point, man, like I'm looking at Cully, bro, and I'm, I'm I'm trying not to go back to that old idea of I, why they putting him out there. I be trying not to make it black all the time. No, because I be, I have to tell them that's the one thing I do tell black folks that like hit me up. Everything not ain't everything, black, man. Not everything, man. Everything that happened to us ain't like not that. Yes, <laughs> man. Like everything ain't that, bro. And, and every and everything ain't to get nobody. You right. know what I'm saying? But but it's also a, a product of the experience. But anyway, with Cully, man, it's like my frustration lies with. It's not. I understand what Cully is trying to do. I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to be a head coach. He's trying to establish a leadership role with the guys in that locker room. He's also trying to be a bridge to Deshaun and the Texans. But they sending this dude out here with no info, RC. Well, what, no, the Four months, months he's he been doing? there. Hey, he going to war, and he got that gun Arsenio Hall had on Hall Stop night. Shooting <laughs> Stop shooting that. Stop <laughs> out there he don't know what to say he giving the the cliche because he's a houston texan if i hear him say that one more time bro, bro 
I, I can't, bro. I can't accept that that's the best scenario that the Texans can put out there. I can't I can't accept that. Because number one, David Cutler don't have nothing to do with that. The right. other the other piece of that RC is Casario as the GM should say something, but he's not responsible for it either. No. Like, so when it when when I was tweeting about it, and I'm like, bro, you can't, first of all, we all if you follow any football, you know if the Houston Texans have a press conference, what the questions are going to be right now. Ain't nobody gonna ask David Cully about Kirksey signing as a linebacker. Ain't nobody gonna ask him about nothing. They ain't gonna ask him, is Larry Tonsil good? None, none of that. Right. They gonna ask him, what's up with Deshaun? Have you had any discussions? Don't care about Mark Ingram. Nobody. <laughs> Bro, so it's it's watching that man after all this time trying to become a head coach. Go, and, and if you remember when I was on TV and they said they was gonna bring in um they was gonna bring in why is my name Eric B enemy after they didn't originally have him mm-hmm. on the candidate list, right? I was like Eric B enemy need to stay as far yes, away from Houston as he possibly can. RC, they were looking for a sacrificial lamb though. Cause I saw this day coming, mm-hmm. bro. Like I saw it coming from a thousand miles away. When when they added Eric Bieniemy to that list, now granted they did interview some other African American head coaches. The problem was none of them dudes was gonna come with the resume Eric Bieniemy got right now. Right. None of them. So you doing this to appease, but that ain't your plan. Mm-hmm. Cully find up getting. Out. We all want them to have success. We want we want coaches to have success, especially black coaches. Opportunities few and far in between. But at the same time, bro, you, my responsibility as your boss is to put you in the best possible situation. I don't, now, if I'm the head, I'm I'm operating free will. Like if I'm right. the owner, if I'm Cal McNair, I'm. Who you want? Yeah, I can sit in front of. I can call the press conference, sit in front of the table, and not say a damn word mm-hmm. for an hour and be like, "All right, thank y'all." You know you what I'm saying? Say can't say nothing to him. But don't send this man out there, and 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 knowing he gonna get questions, RC. My biggest issue, he legitimately cannot answer. Them. He has no has no information. And and something in him, through I don't know conversations with the Texans or talking to front office of management, won't allow him to just say, "You are gonna have to get with Cal and Jack Easterby and Nick Casario about Deshaun's situation." I think the, I'm here to coach the guys that want to play for the yeah, Texans. That's the, the statement. I think the biggest thing is this. They are trying to double down as an organization that he gonna be there, but but they don't have any information that's saying he is none, right? And so the one thing I believe Coach knows he can't say is that he ain't coming back, right? And so all he can say is whatever will get him through the questions. But when you look at that situation, is that where we are in life now, right? Basketball been doing it. Been doing. Right, James Harden and I'm tell you what, James Harden and Kyrie over there hooping, hooping right now. Hooping, right? They they talked about that boy James Harden being fat and he ain't in shape. Don't hear he none of that no more. Man, you don't hear none of that All no gone. more. Yeah, right? triple double, he triple double. Yeah, running right? point, running point. Kyrie hitting forty, easy. And so you think about that, worked for him. Worked for right? him. LeBron and Clutch Sports, they put together LeBron and AD. I remember going to the game two years ago trying to see the Pelicans play and AD having them long ASS Chuck Taylors. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember that, bro. You know? And so these dudes starting to control their lives. Yeah. Like, like, no more is it, I want to play with dude, or I want to be here, or I don't want to play with this team. Y'all ain't doing what's right. It's like, nah. Think about prayers. I got to go. In New York. 100%. Like, bro, I'm out. And that's leaving New York, too. That's leaving New York. Right? So for somebody who it loves clothes. But somebody who loves clothes, who loves like that type of scene, yeah. to say, nah, man. And who was balling? Right. Send me to Seattle. <laughs> send me up there with I, no hawks. I don't care if the sun don't shine. Bro, it rained 362 days a year, bro. <laughs> right. Like, and so, but but that's the thing, bro. Like that that is probably that's what I'm most proud of. I'm proud of JJ Watt for saying, yeah. nah, man, I'm good. I'm I'm 
I'm proud of Matt Stafford for being like, this ain't gonna, I ain't gonna ever have I a did chance. It, I did it for a decade. Yeah, like, I gotta bounce. I'm so proud of Deshaun for saying, bro, y'all not setting me up for success. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take 150 million. I, I, don't, I don't care who on the roster. Right. You give me a contract for 150, but your moves after that are gonna determine what my next four or five years gonna look like. Mm-hmm. I got no issue with no player saying, I'm out. Just like when Jalen was going through it, we was talking about it. And like, bro, but let me say this, RC, because you know me. Um, all y'all dudes in the NFL, y'all can't do that. No, <laughs> y'all, no, think no. about the names we saying. If you ain't got one of them names, you better not be stomping up in that front all the time. Hey, so what you're saying is, some of y'all better stay on your team. <laughs> hey, and I was one of them. I could. I, I wasn't going to go in Jerry's office talking about Jerry. I don't need a trade. I don't like it. You ain't take. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Jerry been like, okay, go bro, home. Bro, 100%. <laughs> quit then. Quit. We're just going to fire you. We're going to fire you. Right. But right. you're going to be here bro, making no money. Making no money. And so, I guess, like, like my, my biggest thing, right, when I look at players taking control of their lives, people taking control of their lives, bro, like, that's why we're here. I'm going to be honest. And, you know, we finna finish eating, bro, and, yeah. and wrap it up. But I knew you was coming into town, right? Yeah, I knew man. we was going to link anyway. And so I was like, let me take my career in my own hands. And now, I don't know what the hell this means. I do, but I will say this. If we do decide to do this again, I'll tell you first. I won't send people running up on you, on your car. Please don't. But I want to go hunting. Now, I don't I don't. You want to what? Every day I used to tell myself I gotta make it out when no one helps Underwater did a Michael Phelps Now I'm walking on the clouds proud of myself Like it was over when it started Success slipping, I'm tripping was hard but then I caught it Was just wishing my mission can't quit, just hit the target But then my dreams came true, a few would truly call it Fate, my destiny was written in the stars Some shot for the moon but I was aiming at Mars The realest dude in the room arose blooming and tall A special thank you to who